clubhouse. I'm Beth Kushnack. And I'm Caroline Daly. Welcome to Decorating the Set, from Hollywood to your home. For over 30 years, I've created settings for countless award-winning television series and feature films. As a set decorator, I'm a storyteller. My job is to compose visuals that both capture and enhance any story. Now, I want to help you capture and enhance your story. I'm on social media every day, and Beth's Instagram is a must-look for me. Over and over, I see fans asking her, how can I get the look in my own home inspired by something I've seen on screen? There's nothing I enjoy more than helping people create a space that allows them to best express themselves. Subscribing to Decorating the Set means you'll never have to tackle these projects alone. I'll be the decorator by your side. Today on Decorating the Set, Hollywood to your home, we're talking summertime, how to lighten and brighten up your home and welcome the new season. God, Beth, we need a new season. I feel like it's time to get out of the slog of heavy everything and just get into such lighter, brighter vacationing time, right? Absolutely. It's time to get back to nature and not spend a lot of money, but just give your home, your space a little refresh, give your mind a little break and uh, start the new season. I feel like this is the time when they're just ready to push off the old and like bring in just like the sunshine. Feels like it's time. During these heavy times, everybody's been told they need their vitamin D. I think I speak for everyone, Beth, when I say we could all use a lot more vitamin D. I think they need their vitamin D visually, too. Your space becomes lighter. School is over. Now I think it's time to focus a little bit on the outside, even if you're living in the big city. We're in this strange Rona time when some stores are open and some places it's easy to get packages and some places it's not, but everybody has nature in some way outside their door. There's some way to get it in. Tell me a little bit about how Hollywood uses nature to bring in like a new season into a set. Whether it's shooting for a holiday or shooting for a different season, we really do put our attention on this. We talk about when a show is going to air. You don't want to really see people dressed in lightweight clothing if the show is going to air in the winter. That would seem so out of place. So we time these things and we consider them both from a set decoration point of view, from a costume design point of view. Not only is that involved, but then I always make a choice based on a character to infuse their space with some kind of nature. What are your go-to things that you like to use? We use artificial plants. We use live flowers and plants. But I spend a lot of my time on episodic TV designing specific florals and specific pieces that speak to who the character is. How do you choose things for different characters? When I'm with my crew and let's say we're dressing a location, somebody's house that we're turning into a character's home, we've unpacked everything, we put all the furniture in place. You know, I do this very systematically. We start with the walls and the floors and then we do the furniture plan and then we add the next layer of lighting Then we add some fabrics and we finish with this top layer of life. I always send our truck to pick up at the florist when I'm doing live stuff at the very last minute because we wanted to stay fresh and stay through the shoot. We'll have a whole set complete and it feels like it's done. And then the flower delivery comes and then we know it's done. 
because bringing that extra layer of beauty and of nature and of freshness to a space makes all the difference. Even visually seems like it's purifying the air. Like it's like, oh, I feel like there's actually like live things going on there. Definitely. It sets a really great tone. Interestingly, on the flip side, I work with my florist to specifically not infuse the space with heavy scent because I take into account everybody shooting in the space, what their allergies might be, how actors feel. And that's something that I learned many, many years ago. I use specific florals, but it makes all the difference when that layer goes in. Do you have any recommendations for someone in their home? Because I feel the same way. Like when you walk into someone's house and it's like, oh, you're like hit with like this huge scent and it could be a lovely scent, but it's when it's like so strong. Are there flowers or or plants that you feel like have a lighter, easier scent for summertime? Sure. I take into account the scent and how things will stay under the hot lights of shooting. Even though they're perfect, beautiful flowers, tulips are ones that I have very little control over. They could be fresh right off the airplane from Amsterdam. And we put them on the set. We leave for the night. We come back in the morning. And I've been in this situation where they're all seen better days just overnight. In your home, picking some great artificials, which are readily available these days, really makes a difference. What would be the downside to using live, fresh summer flowers? Using a lot of summer flowers, they don't last as long as some other hardier types. I would recommend that if you're going to spend money on a summer bouquet, you can talk to your florist or you can look up online what would be something that would last in your home a little longer. When you're looking at artificial plants, I feel like I've seen ones that look so spectacular. Like I cannot tell a difference between them being artificial or live, but then there's other ones that look so shabby. Well, there's every price point of artificials. What am I looking for when I'm purchasing these? I would look for things made out of more of a fabric versus plastic. What would you say is the best type of plant when it comes to artificials? What I would say is that succulents that are artificial usually look fantastic, no matter what price level they're at. That's just kind of in the material that's used to translate into that particular plant. Oftentimes, I feel like I hear the complaint that artificial plants just look fake and cheap. Many times, the artificials that do look a little on the inexpensive, cheap side might be the ones that are mostly plastic. What I would recommend is even in the leaves, you want something that has a depth, that doesn't look shiny, and that isn't plastic, something that has some kind of fabric feel to it. That makes so much sense to me. And I totally get the difference between like a $5 one now and like a $50 one. You're right. It's the plastic and the fabric. The other thing is actually the size that you choose. Because if you tend to, let's say on your kitchen window, put a couple of pots together and one's an artificial lavender and one's a succulent, one's another kind of herb looking piece. Just the fact that you've grouped something together reinforces this little piece of nature 
and makes it all look much more real. You're, you're sort of like forcing the person who's viewing it to think garden as opposed to just like random artificial plant. Yes, exactly. Okay, so I know there's someone sitting out there saying, I know what a flower is, I know what a plant is, but I have no idea what a succulent is. I live in Texas. I certainly know what a succulent is. But for those who don't, can you describe it a little bit for them? Sure. Succulents are really cactuses, different forms of cacti, I believe. Yes, I have them all over here. (laughs) (laughs) And I do think that there are some smart designers out there of artificial flowers and plants because you tend to see that they make a wide, wide variety of succulents because they do translate in terms of being artificial. Is there anything else that we can do to dress our artificial plants in a way that makes it seem more realistic? It helps when you do see the water, let's say, in a vase of flowers, in a vase of artificial flowers. Some of those looks of water are made with some kind of gel that doesn't really look very authentic. Mm. It's not just about looking at the flowers. It's about looking at the vase or the container or the soil. And right away, I think if you think those details when you're purchasing something artificial, you'll see the difference between what looks really real and really fake. Even at like our local Walgreens, they're selling these really great several different succulents in a larger container with like a really fancy little stand as if like it's like something I have really spent a lot of time potting myself. And, you know, they're inexpensive and I put them in a little window in my kitchen that is far enough away from your eye that it's like you're not really up on it. You don't really know. (laughs) But like maybe I did spend the day potting those little succulents. I can't tell you how many times I've been in a big box store or a grocery store or the kind of places that are actually allowing customers these days. Right. There is that variety. So we take a cue from the herbs and stuff that we're talking about as artificial. But right now, any grocery store carries some beautiful fresh herbs, mint and oregano and basil. And just, you know, a couple of pots of that is another way to really bring in nature. That is something that as an apartment dweller myself, I am tending to do now, thinking about summer fruits and vegetables It doesn't just have to be floral. There's many more ways that say nature. There's different ways that we can have our plants, especially in our kitchen. The concept of having like a living wall seems like something that would be really appropriate with herbs. Yeah, that is very new in, I'd say, the last couple of years. These living walls are something that populate spaces like hipster coffee shops and some restaurants have been using them as decor. You know, you could take a small space and it's a great project to do with your kids create these living walls, or even going back to succulents, there are a lot of new fantastic containers where you don't even use dirt. You just put the succulent right into this hanging glass cube and you have an instant visual of greenery. I want to say, is there a word air garden or something like that? Yeah, exactly. That's amazing, right? That they actually have air gardens that don't even require soil. I mean, I think that's fascinating. (laughs) That's science, people. When our quarantine first started, I was trying to come up with some things to do as an apartment dweller. I even found a mini bonsai kit 
I think part of the beauty of that is ultimately, hopefully, we're growing these little bonsai trees. But going through the whole process of soaking the seeds and preparing the dirt and the pots, anything like that right now, I think is just a breather for your mind and your spirit. It does feel good to see things grow and flourish during this time when you feel like you're like stifled. Exactly. So if I just, I don't want to take care of something living, I don't even want to go try to make my succulent garden. Are there other things that you could recommend for me? On my Instagram, anyone who follows me knows what a fan of flowers I am. I've been thinking about other forms of nature that can bring this into your home. Pull out the shell collection, pull out the rocks that you've collected. As I said, food items really tell a story, a nice, beautiful bowl of lemons. I've been focusing more in my own home on this, you know, little sprig of lavender. I don't know. I think it goes with this particular time. You know, we've been cooped up in the heavy quarantine and it's just time to lighten up your space in general. I would recommend starting to get rid of those heavy throws and dark colored throw pillows. And it's time to put things away that you're not using so often. Focus on revamping just a little bit. Beth, earlier you said that when you start, you work on the walls and the flooring. So we talked a little bit about, you know, the living garden that you can have on the wall. We talked about being able to hang different plants. What can I do on my flooring that's going to give me a little bit of a lighter, brighter summertime feel? There's so many beautiful, bright colored rugs available from all different kinds of vendors. There are some great mats, natural fibers, something that you could also think about if you want to push the envelope and go all the way. And Beth, you know I do. There's artificial turf. That defines anybody's balcony space or sunroom. That brightens things up instantaneously. I know a lot of people, especially people who have a good design eye, tend to want to try to use something a little bit less expected, something a little more outside the box. Is there anything you can recommend that you've used on set that brings in some nature that's just a little bit different? I have recently used some incredible paper flowers big, bold, colorful, almost Frida Kahlo-esque decor that really sets a tone for brightness, just making a space feel happy and fresh. Those are things that you could look into either making yourself or purchasing. The scale of them is large. That's something that makes a big difference. Another thing that we've used lately, even in the last production office I was working in, we took paper lanterns and lit up the whole entire office with paper lanterns for a really nice, soft light. That sounds beautiful. There are so many strings of lights available from chili peppers, any kind of interesting, funny, cute, and... Whimsical, right? Whimsical, yes. There's so many styles, you know, kind of made for everyone. So after we have our walls and our floor set, then what do I look at next? Let's assume that you've got some outdoor furniture. The next thing that we would want to do is deal with lighting. During this summertime, it's so great that part for our psyche in general that it's daylight for so many hours a day. 
once that changes and it's time to change the mood in your outdoor space, there are so many inexpensive ways to think about lighting. What if I don't have an outdoor electrical outlet available to me? All of these battery-operated lanterns and beautiful twinkle lights that you can now kind of bunch in mason jars or vases, or you can hang them on your porch, your deck, or your apartment terrace. Come nighttime, that turns your outdoor space into another place to enjoy. Especially when it's so warm during the summertime. I mean, here in Texas, we get over 100 hanging outside in the middle of the day. Like, that's not what we're going to do. We're going to wait until it gets dark. I'm going to turn on my twinkle lights and get my drink out there. And I'm going to sit outside when the sun goes down. So that makes so much sense that I should really focus on some different type of lighting. I love the idea of the paper lanterns that seem so beautiful and like light and airy. It's really soft lighting. It just feels like an easier going, the good old days kind of time. Yeah, like kind of vintagey even. Yes, exactly. I think the theme in these sets that we want to create for our own characters, they're simple and how it was kind of back in the day before we had all the concerns we do now. Just a place to really take a deep breath and enjoy the summer. I love that. People are used to being off during this time. A great way to keep our mindset going. So we're, we're off and we're enjoying our time, even though we have to socially distance, even though we have to wear a mask. It's all good because we're still having these opportunities to create these spaces that feel so calming and nice to hang around in. And I love the idea that you could take this time to maybe take a walk and collect some things around nature, whether it's like sticks or shells or rocks, those types of things that are completely free and create some different little vignettes around your home. Yeah, you know, it's like what we were saying when you bank together two or three or four plants. The same thing, instead of having just one random rock on your coffee table, if you just get a basket or a bowl and fill it up, it's not only kind of a ritualistic activity that you might want to think about every day. What are we going to add to my collection? Just visually, it makes it feel like you're making a statement. You're putting these together, and it's not just random things of all different scales and all different types, but you're saying, this is going to feel good to me. I'm going to have my memories of spending time and collect my rocks and shells. And I do that for designing for characters. As a set decorator, what are some things that you think about when you're designing for a character? I think about who they are and where they've come from, telling their backstory. Very often, I go to these elements of nature. If you have questions about how to incorporate nature into your design, contact Beth at Back Home Decor, B-A-K Home Decor on Instagram. Okay, Beth, so talking about one of our listeners, we have a question from Joan from Connecticut. She is talking about having an outdoor space, but it's small. She wants to bring some more fun in for the summer, and she has a small budget to spruce things up. She wants to add things, but she doesn't want to end up cleaning, which boy, do I hear that, Joan. What can we tell her about some ideas, especially like starting from the indoors and then moving outdoors? Just like when we were dealing with our indoor spaces and seeing them as our backgrounds, 
I think it is important to do a little purging of things that you might have stored there that you don't need. Some small cleaning up and organizing so what's out there is what's appropriate. If you've been storing anything in that space that you don't want to look at during the summer, then it's time to get rid of that now. Beth, what are they going to do with this stuff? Maybe a trip to the dump. Start with a clean slate. Just the way in which my team and I work, they know this is my biggest pet peeve, is that we keep every section separate. So let's think if in this small outdoor space of Jones, can she afford to or does she want to put down a little colorful rug or mat? You start there with the floor and then you do the floor plan with her furniture that she's got. I would think about maybe defining the space with some plants. You know, you can almost create the edge of the room by having four of the same things, four plants, four large baskets. And that way you are creating an invisible line that says this is the size of my space. I feel like even with kids and stuff like that, it's like you you need those boundaries to be like, this is the area that we're in and this is where we're hanging out right now. But even for me visually, like I need to feel like this is my little oasis. Yeah, people would be surprised at how much a small space can really become your own. When you think of your kids in college, when you think of the size of their room that they're sharing with someone and how personalized people make their spaces, that's what this whole concept is about. If you are so addicted to the color blue, like I will admit I am, and I want to see it every day, you could take this small outdoor space, just like you would take in a powder room and throw caution to the wind. Maybe you want to decide that right now your whole outdoor space that you're designing is going to be blue, or it's going to be all brights, you know, orange, red, and yellow. And that's where you use the paper flowers and something that applies there. There's so many options. I think it's just about honing in on it, taking tips from the set decorator that's going to be there with you and pulling it together. I love the idea of taking things away to actually make a look because that's something that I think that most of us don't think about. You know, we think we have to go out and buy things in order to create a new look. But really changing things or just removing things altogether actually helps a lighter, brighter feel. So where can I do that to try to lighten up spaces around my home? Pretty much I think that you can do it everywhere. You know, it's a matter of what you choose to have exposed, not in a closet, not in a garage, not in a cabinet that you're going to be looking at every day. If you normally store big coffee table books on your coffee table, maybe you want to take those away for this period of time and put out some brightly colored coasters and a small plant and leave it simple. You want to take away those heavy, warm feeling, fuzzy throw pillows, take them off your sofa, take those throws away. In some situations, I would even recommending just taking plain white, large king size flat sheets and throwing them over your furniture. There's something very simple to that that makes things feel fresh and bright and almost like a space that you don't really live in. Everything becomes less personalized. Mm. 
So your space is really airy. And around all these items, you have more of a way to deep breathe. And you just start to really pare down, get the clutter out of sight, and move things around a little bit just to make you feel like you're enjoying your summer vacation. That makes so much sense and something I would have never thought about, the idea of taking away personal items in addition to clutter so that you have that almost like you're in a hotel or in a rent house or in somewhere down at the shore or something where you're just not feeling like, you know, you're seeing that picture of grandma. Oh no, now you're worrying about grandma. Just put it all away. Just put it all away. It's okay. And just put out some things that make you happy and bright and sunny and whatnot. And then have that feeling that you did step away from real life. I have spent many a day of my life living on location, shooting a movie or a TV show. And at first I was so attached to my things and didn't realize how attached I was and brought way too many things with me. But as I continue to work on location and live this life in a hotel or in a condo that was rented for me, I realized how incredibly freeing it is to pare down and to just have things simple visually. Now, of course, I have my whole big entire shop of set decoration to choose from, and I'm always surrounded by things and lighting and all kinds of elements. So I feel like they're all with me, but sometimes I like to be away from them. It's not ever getting rid of things because I'm a big advocate for living in your space the way you live in your life. People have their change and their keys and their mail and their daily things that they need to put their hands on. Sometimes you don't need five bowls on the countertop and you don't need the quantity. I think we've all kind of exaggerated the quantities of everything. During this time, I think just simplifying and pulling back is the best thing that you can do. With my own home, somewhere around Thanksgiving time, I start putting out more things and more things. Mm-hmm. And then the holidays come and it seems like more things are out. And it does. And it yeah, grows. And by the time summertime comes, you're right. I just want to like take my arm and clear the countertops and be like, <laughs> oh, why is there still like a little hand turkey man standing on my countertop? Yep. Because it just accumulates, you know, throughout the fall and winter and even into spring to where when summertime comes, it's like, oh my God, I need to like a drink of water and to like just cleanse my palate here completely. And you know, what's different, obviously, now for all of us is that we have spent so much time in our homes looking at all of this. And that's new. That's new because usually people are out of their house for the bulk of the day and they go to work and they take care of their kids. It's not the same as it's been. So this year, even more than ever before, I'm really recommending that where we are right now in terms of how we're going to keep going in our homes and kind of applying this concept of how meaningful things are to us in our homes, what I do on a set to create these characters and say immediately who the person is, you can now focus on all the things that you've seen in your house that you might want to alter up a little bit. A lot of people have been sitting in a lot of different chairs on a lot of different sofas, looking at a lot of different viewpoints. And that's, that's rare. You know, that's how I teach my crew and work with them to dress a set. 
But now every person I know is doing this, functioning in their apartments, in their rooms, in their homes, no matter what the size. So it's just time. It's time to like put away some of those things that you've been staring at for, you know, however many years really and say, at least change it up, at least move things into different rooms or give yourself a new look on the entire place or just simply put some things away for a little bit and get them back out, you know, come Thanksgiving time again. When I always start exactly, I, I really recommend it. It's oh, it can be very, very gratifying. What advice would you give people who are feeling intimidated about stepping into the decorator shoes? It's not that anybody has to think of themselves as a decorator. It's not really about decorating. It's more just about making a choice. Is this really what I need in the moment right now with everything that we're going through? And take it small. Each day, it's a different room or a different part of a room. You know, a friend of mine has an apartment in Manhattan with some crumbling walls. She and her husband decided to use those crumbling walls that they've been looking at for years and years and years as kind of their new inspiration. So now their crumbling walls look like the walls of an Italian villa. Nice. And they're looking at their space with completely different eyes. It's so liberating to have the permission of a pro set decorator such as yourself to be able to just use what we have and step back and look at things in a different way. And that's what I want to encourage everyone to do now. Think outside the box a little bit. Take the tips that I can give you right off a movie set or a TV episode set. Let me help you reimagine, reinvent. Yes, Beth, your trade secrets are going to make all the difference for our listeners to go from feeling like they don't know what they're doing to finally finishing some of these projects. I know that everyone has the capability of doing this. I feel like even the smallest things like putting away our like heavy glass plates and cups and stuff and putting out like brightly colored plastic cups and plates and silverware and stuff that's just like more disposable and easier. Even just that makes me feel like I'm not standing at the sink for hours on end after dinner or something. I'm just tossing everything away and we can go do something more fun think picnic, right? It's the time. Think easy going. So many people hear the concept of design or decorating, and I think they think something so fussy or complicated. And in reality, good design can really make your life so much easier. Having organization, having things that work for your family is everything. I think it's such a great time to try to take any stress off any situation. And these are all easy tips. Absolutely. And just and be more like silly and laid back, right? Like you don't even have to have little kids to buy one of those little blow up pools. Those blow up pools and pool toys are selling out everywhere I see. They are so popular right now. Just going back to the basics People want that kind of simplicity and just that fun. You know, I have seen a surge in sales for these kind of items, slip and slides, you know, the old blow up slip and slide where you just throw some water on it and and kids (laughs) can find ways to spend hours using those kind of things. 
And I can spend hours being like, oh, I would have broke my hip if I did that one. <laughs> like, oh, my God. Every time they slammed out on the ground, I was like, oh, my God, I would die if I did that right now. I think that people are trying to have some summer fun. If you have kids, you don't have kids, you have animals. It's just a way to be with people, too. But anything you do now that throws it into a different feeling and summertime fun, easygoing scenario, I think that's where everybody wants to right? be. The more like unicorn pool toys and bendy straws. The, remember those crazy straws that would like twirl in like a thousand different ways? Crazy straws. One of my most favorite things. <laughs> I need more of those. They were akin to spin art. Yeah. My real favorite yeah. thing. And you know what? That's even the type of thing to like take that outside. Like forget about doing arts and crafts and stuff like that indoors. Take everything yep. outside and have some fun with it. Checkers, backgammon, chess boards. All these things are so available. Just a deck of cards, you know? A good old um, game of war. Again. <laughs> That'll yeah. last a while. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I totally mm -hmm. agree. It seems like this is the time, Joan, like we're answering your question about things that we can do to, to play outside and to, to kind of revamp your space. And I feel like all of these things, like taking things outside and bringing outside in, feels like the way to kind of like blur those lines, right? Now's the time. Now's the time. And I really want to make clear that my thinking of this is for everybody, even people who do not have access to outdoor space. You know, probably more important for you, people who are living in apartment buildings and don't even have a terrace available. So their access to fresh air and the outdoor space might even be just opening up some windows now is the time. We've all been under wraps. And now just within your space, anything that you can do to lighten the load, brighten your mood, think about summer, fresh fruit, vegetables, anything that you can get access to now, now's the time. You don't have to have a grill to make corn. You can do it in your oven in your apartment. But it's just a mindset of I'm going to open myself up now to this time, this season, these memories that flood back for you and try to give yourself a break. Absolutely. So if we had to think about our top three takeaways from this episode, what would we want our listeners to be thinking about? First for me, in terms of anything, is some organization and streamlining. Put things away that feel heavy from the winter that just reminds you of quarantine, the one fuzzy blanket that you lived under, and just think a different color palette. Think bright, think white, think simplified. I especially love your tip about just if you don't have a slipcover or you can't buy something different right now, just throw that big king-size flat sheet over anything and it will feel bright and new. So what's your second tip, Beth? You know, we talked a lot about nature and that's where I really think that you can get so much bang for your buck and it just infuses all your senses so quickly anything that you can do to bring nature in wherever you can flowers plants fruit rocks shells anything that says summer to you 
you can put a whole pineapple or a watermelon on the counter instead of all the other stuff that you've had there, immediately you feel lighter. It becomes a different time of the year. It just says it all so quickly. Even just the color of the watermelon, I swear for me, if I like saw it in the kitchen, I'm like, oh, what are we doing? Who's coming over? What are we doing? Yep. It makes me feel like happier. What would be your third tip, Beth? In relation to that, going old school, simple pleasures. You know, this is the time for lemonade. This is the time for colorful plastic cups and putting your feet in that blow up kiddie pool and trying to change it up. Even if you decide to make some purchases, there are so many cost-effective items out there that will get you right into this new headspace. It's something that visually will keep you going. You just want to be fortified right now with things that are easy and happy and really fun. I'm going to slather on myself tanner. I'm going to get myself some plastic <laughs> goods around here, some paper goods. And uh, yeah, just relax and try to take some deep breaths. Like you said, just finally feel like you can exhale in a time when we've been holding our breath for an awfully long time. Yeah, you know, I hope that our listeners are going to send in photos of their outdoor and indoor spaces. I'm so excited, Beth, because I feel like a lot of these projects feel daunting to do by myself. But I want to have you with us and, and we can send in our questions and we can ask you and tap your brain for all this awesome information. I feel confident like I can do this. I can I can change my space up as long as I've got Beth with me. If you guys enjoyed this episode, please head over to Apple Podcast and rate, review, and subscribe to Decorating the Set. Five stars, people. I'm going to be here by your side, and you definitely can accomplish this. Thank you for listening. If you have any questions you'd like us to discuss on the show, please leave a message on my Instagram at Back Home Decor. That's B-A-K Home Decor. Now that we're entering another season, I continue to be inspired by all forms of nature. Try and do that for yourself. Decorating the Set from Hollywood to Your Home is a Pod Clubhouse original production, recorded, edited, and produced at Pod Clubhouse Studios. For more information, please visit us online at podclubhouse.com. Pod Clubhouse.